You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, dear devil darlings and darts darting through the darkness. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 210 and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your multimedia medley of meddlesome medalists who meditate about medieval medicine. <laughs> I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Do you meditate about uh, medieval medicine? I do. I, oh. I actually, I mean, I think like bloodletting, like, you know, kind of gruesome medieval <laughs> medicinal yeah. practices, you're like, they're on the right track. Mm. But like they know something about bacteria or something, <laughs> but like just not quite it. Right. Yeah. Right. My favorite period of a lot of scientific discovery is that phase of we know that it works. We don't know why it works. Like I, I yeah. love that phase uh, reading about really just pretty much any <laughs> any scientific discovery. Yeah. It's funny how it's like, oh, it's the bad spirits that are doing it. And you're like, huh? Yeah. It's like you're kind of right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You're getting warmer. <laughs> Uh, Colin, you have a news item for us. Oh, I did. I had something in classic Good Job Brain uh, news item, I thought. You guys, I'm hoping you didn't see it just for the sake that I can tell you, uh, but you may have. Did you see there were reports in this past week uh, coming uh, from Poland of a uh, variously reported as a mystery tree beast, uh, a, win- <laughs> no. a, a window <laughs> monster? Uh, mm-hmm. A dangerous beast uh, sighted outside of some windows here. Okay, so uh, I'm glad you guys did not see this. Yeah, I'll read you uh, an article here from the BBC. When animal welfare officers received a report of an unusual animal lurking in a tree in the Polish city of Krakow, they were not sure what to expect. Uh, that woman had called in, I guess, to the animal control. And she said, uh, people aren't opening their windows because they're afraid it'll go into their house. But a visit to the area showed the creature in question was not a bird or even a reptile, but a croissant. (laughs) 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 Credit credit to them for reporting, yeah. So the Krakow Animal Welfare Society said the incident was genuine. Um, There was a desperate caller, you know, concerned this unidentified animal had been in the tree for two days might be a bird of prey, perhaps. Uh, she said, you know, or maybe, you know, it might have been uh, an iguana. Now, at that point, you know, I think that the the animal welfare officers, they were, I, I mean, suspicious is not the right word, but you guys, you know, you, you may not be surprised to hear that the native iguana <laughs> population is in, in Krakow, in, in Krakow, Poland, I, not too high. Yeah. I don't want to make assumptions, but yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, they figured, all right, well, it's unlikely that it's a, a reptile kind of out on the streets. Maybe it's like somebody's animal, like an escaped pet or something. So they're like, all right, let's go out and check it out. So they showed up, yes. Arriving on the scene, however, the inspectors found the headless and limbless object in a lilac tree, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a pastry, probably thrown out the window to feed the birds. Um, so there was a, a, a very delightful the, post on Police on promptly arrested the croissant. <laughs> have it booked have on say, charges of loitering. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a very well, serious crime. Do you think it's because, like, Different animals have been eating the croissant that, like, made the mystery tree <laughs> so, beast no, no, evolve, this, like, I the silhouette. You're really... like, oh, you know, it looks like it's a bird because a bunch of birds are eating it. Or like, oh, it looks like a cat, you know. Well, hmm. luckily for all of us, uh, the, if you and if you read Polish, uh, even better for you. Uh, on Facebook, they, they made a good post. And there's a photo. Now, I, I have to say, I don't know if they just make croissants differently out there, but this thing, it looks pretty big, I have to say. it's it, This looks like this could be like an 11-inch long croissant. To me, it looks like a croissant, but I knew it was a croissant before I saw the photo, so who am I to judge, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it is a croissant stuck in between two branches upright. It kind of okay. looks like it maybe I, you know, is, is I was thinking there. like it's flat on like a tree trunk, and I was like, right, right. <laughs> just like resting there. Woo, we can all breathe ah. a sigh of relief. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. now free to open their windows again. Uh, we, yeah, oh, I man. mean, 
Uh, you know, I, I I have to say, like to their credit, in the dark, this to me it, it would look like some sort of like giant slug resting on a tree. Yeah, because yeah, it's like yeah. bumpy and it's bulbous. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe a cocoon for like the, yes, the biggest, yes, the biggest butterfly you've ever seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is pretty funny. All right. Well, without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz. Hot shot. Here, I have a random Trivial Pursuit card. You guys have your barnyard buzzers. Let's answer some questions. Here we go. Blue Wedge for geography. What is the most commonly eaten fruit in the world? Dana. Is it tomatoes? Incorrect. Oh, good that's guess. good. This, that's a yeah, good, good guess. guess. This is good guess. I wouldn't say this is a trick answer, but it's like you have to think about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was okay. Colin. Uh, hmm. I, I well, I, I oh, was wait. gonna guess no, maybe the guess. fig. Incorrect. Mm. But also, I can see you're kind of on the right track. All right, I'm Chris. Just last like, answer. Right, here What's we go. Ready? Old? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chris, hit us up. Dates. You're mm. also in the right <laughs> realm, but you. I thought it was going to be like, oh, Apple, that seems like a really common thing. But obviously, if you think about the world and where most people live, um, mm-hmm. you know. Mangoes or coconuts or It something. is mangoes. Ah. Mangoes. Most commonly eaten fruit in the world. That's a good one. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. So, if you're having, mean, so if you're having some mango and sticky rice, you've got the most commonly eaten fruit and the most commonly eaten grain. food, right? Yeah, and grain. Yeah. Right, yeah. All right, pink wedge for pop culture. Which New York girl is the first woman to win a DGA award for best director of a TV comedy? Wow, I said that, girl weird. Because it's in italics, I didn't know Which how to. In, in, I, in ita- girl. Okay, so let me just reread it. Okay. Which okay. New York girl? in italics (laughs) is the first woman to win a dga award for best director of a tv comedy is that lena dunham correct gotcha gotcha from the show girls girls (laughs) okay i never know how old these trivial pursuit cards are like that's obviously a very recent one but then we have yeah. some that are yeah a million years old so yeah the 80s right exactly Mm -hmm. all right yellow wedge which of the following words does not refer to the blue portion of the American flag. Canton, field, fly, or union. Oh, this is good. I love this. I was just reading about some of these terms. Let me reread again. It's, which it's does very wordy. not... Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Which of the following words does not refer to the blue portion of the American flag? Canton, field, fly, or union. So we have four choices. Mm-hmm. Canton, okay. field, fly, or union. Okay. It's not it's not field because those are white stars on a blue field, field yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's oh. it, uh, it probably isn't union because I, I think feel I like agree. I feel like union like that represents like because those fifty the stars st- those are the fifty of the states union. of the union, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Canton and I think fly. I think Canton is similar to field. I think I, I might think be so. wrong, but some, it makes something me think it's fly. Like the yeah. stripes are guys, maybe about flying. So you guys want to uh, go with, with fly? Yeah, let's let's go with fly for five hundred dollars. Canton is so hard that that's probably related to the stars. That's you guys thing. are what? correct. Yay. Yay. Good reasoning. Good work. <laughs> what is a Canton? I thought probably it was a province. Here, let's yeah. see. Well, so <laughs> like these terms all have very specific meaning in like mm-hmm. flags and heraldry and things right, like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, it's a rectangular area at the top hoist corner of a flag. So oh. the stars are in the canton. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. All right. Purple Wedge, the term power lunch was coined by an editor at Esquire magazine to describe the lunch scene at which New York restaurant? Huh. Specific restaurant. Chris. Sardis. Incorrect. Ah. Hmm. Power lunch. Power lunch. Yeah, okay. New York restaurant. What do you guys think? 90s, 80s, 90s? What do you guys think? 80s, 80s. 80s, 80s. all right. New York 80s. It is is also a hotel. The Ritz or, no, Four Seasons maybe? 
Correct. It is Four Seasons oh. Landscaping. No, I'm kidding. It's Four <laughs> Seasons. Power Lunch at the Four Seasons. Uh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Coined. That's that's a good one to file away. Green Wedge for science. What are the four C's of diamond grading? Oh. Uh, How about we each say one? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, cut. Uh, carrot. Clarity, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then color. That's it. Uh, I'm okay, I'm going to flip yeah. it. Right. Yay! When my wife and I were dating and we were like, we were in Paris at one point. We walked by, I think, probably Tiffany's or something like that. And she saw the window display and she was like, hey, so like the best kind of engagement ring, Diamond, <laughs> in my opinion, is this called the princess. It's this cut. Just saying. <laughs> this is the best kind. For yes. no reason whatsoever. Right, yes, yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. reason. <laughs> I think this is the best kind of cut. <laughs> Last question, Orange Wedge. The catchy bluegrass tune Rocky Top is played at every football game for which Division One university? Colin. Um, I'm going to either make some people very happy or very angry with me, but I, this is a college sports. I think, I think, and I hope I'm right here. I think it's University of Tennessee. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. Sports guy to the rest. (laughs) Yeah. Those are the questions where when we're at trivia, like whether we get it right or whether we get it wrong, there is no debate. It's just like, Colin, what do you think it is? University of Tennessee. Okay, put it Let's down. Let's move on. It's yeah. better than there, nothing. No amount of talking is going to help at I all. Could say, I could say like University of Tuba C, and you'd be guys like, I don't think that's a state, but let's just, you know, let's write <laughs> yeah. it. Let's write I mean, it. I'm not gonna, it could yeah. be a city. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you guys, today is episode... 210 and uh every fifth episode we bring our own quizzes and we make up our own little tests to quiz each other and to quiz you guys listeners so today episode 2010 it's our all quiz bonanza number 42 meaning of life and speaking of life it is a special day today. It is our own Chris's birthday. It is. We're recording. Yay. You're recording this on my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I did not uh, make a quiz for your birthday. That's fine. That's fine. I, do, I wouldn't expect that at all. It's a uh, pandemic birthday number two, which is wow. we're just sort of rolling with it. Do you mind telling us how old uh, you turned today? I do mind. Uh, I'm oh. 41. <laughs> okay. No, Why? I turned. I turned. I turned. No, no, no. It's fine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, no, yeah, I did. I, I, I turned. I turned 41. Yeah. So since it's my birthday, I'm gonna go first with my quiz. That's yeah. Right. Uh, so one thing that's happened uh, since we've all well certainly since uh, we've we've been on uh, the extended break we took from doing this podcast has probably affected all of our lives in a profound, uh, meaningful, very deep way. Uh, I don't know about you, but um, has been uh, the advent of Disney Plus, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I mean, not only do we get access to all of the great Disney animated movies and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But also everything else Disney ever made also. And the uh, Star Wars universe. And the Star Wars universe. Uh, and then just also just a pile. I was watching. Um, I think I was joking about this. But I was. we were watching uh, the Ewok Adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. That made the made for TV. Uh, movie and I'm looking at this and, and you know Wilford Brimley is in this and I'm like well this mm. this is this is an old um, movie uh, how old was Wilford Brimley and I do a quick check and it turns out that if you if you put Wilford Brimley was just on this side of a 49 years old he was 49 in that movie <laughs> and I turned to my wife and I as we're watching his scene and I'm like you know, he and I, he in this movie and I now are in the same decade of life. <laughs> yeah. 
And Wilford Brimley, I, I know him as just kind of a stereotypical old guy actor, mm, mm, uh, yeah. famously in Cocoon. Like for me, it's, it's yeah. Cocoon is, and I think he was like in ads or something. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> but yeah, he was, yeah. So, I mean, he was old. You wouldn't have guessed that he was in his 40s. If you look at Ewok Adventure, he looks like he's in his yeah. 60s. He was um, old, he was old young. Life was That's, harder yeah. then, I think. I um, just aged a lot harder. It looks like Colonel Sanders, yeah. So anyway, that's sort of vaguely related to this quiz. That was just more sort of an aside. But, you know, what you can also watch on Disney Plus is not only Disney's classic animated features, but also Disney's classic uh, live action uh, movies uh, going all the way back. And uh, what I decided to do was to I wanted to do a Disney quiz. But this is going to be a quiz about live action Disney uh, films. And these are uh, I'm going to give you the year. And I'm uh-huh. going to give you a plot summary of the film. And you are going to buzz in with your okay. barnyard buzzer. Right. Tell All me, right. what is the movie that I am okay. describing? I this is spanning this, you know, yeah, decades. This is, okay, this is okay. spanning decades. This is spanning from the 1950s to the 2010s. Ooh. Um, okay. But I'm going to give you the year so you can kind of pinpoint it. So here's here's how it breaks down. 1994. A child asks God to help a baseball team win. And God mm. says, okay. Uh, is Angel in the outfield? Is that it? Ju- angels judges? in the outfield? Yeah, angels in the outfield? Okay. Yeah. The judges, it is angels, plural, in the outfield. Okay. Judges say you can have that one. Okay, yes. You know, I was maybe an extra in that movie. Oh, you think? Oh, and you you were in the Coliseum at the time? Yeah, but I don't know if I actually, I don't think I was in any of the shots. But I I did try. Did your best. That's fine. Now, Chris, tell me, uh, is is it or is it not the case that at the time that movie was made, Disney owned the Angels baseball team? Oh, I'm not actually sure about that. Yeah, is it before or after? Let's check, shall we? Disney Angel. It was right around that time, I think. I mean, they're just ne- they're certainly like, never was to shy away from synergy. Yeah. Well, in, I mean, there's also Mighty Ducks and 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 the Anaheim. It was, Ducks. It was acquired in '96, so actually, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yep. So All the right. movie came out first. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was actually a remake of a movie titled Angels in the Outfield by oh. Disney from the '60s. In fact, yeah, in fact, a lot of these are actually remakes. A young mm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. 1989. Darling, my marvelous new invention has had detrimental effects on our children. Uh, Karen. Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Good job. 1976. A mother and daughter get a glimpse at each other's lives for just 24 hours. I think it was Karen again. Uh, Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Yes. Jodie Foster. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and Haley Mills as as her mom. Is that right? <laughs> Not <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. You guys are you guys are throwing these out and <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> is <that> true? <laughs> um, it looks like Jodie Foster, but I don't think it was Haley Mills in no. Freaky Friday. Haley Mills oh. is in a lot of Disney movies. Trap. We've yeah, got a couple right. of we got a couple of Haley Mills movies coming up. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. Maybe this this might be a little bit tougher for you. 1975. A pair of psychic kids must outrun an evil millionaire, the cops, and an angry mob as they attempt to reunite with their family. Oh. Psychic siblings. Is Dana. Escape from Witch Mountain? You were kind of around it. Escape to Witch Mountain. <laughs> okay, okay. Escape, want to go there. For, yes, yes. Like how, I yeah, found it like, so stressful I couldn't watch it, but it was always on TV. And I yeah. it was just like, oh, this movie again? <laughs> like, <laughs> Things are so bad I, I, like, they had to escape kidding. to Witch Mountain. Yeah, the kids are kidnapped, and yeah, it's all, it's, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 1968, a race car driver befriends a Volkswagen Beetle with a mind of its own. That was Dana. Kirby unloaded or Kirby. <laughs> Kirby finds I, love. I, I, or... I can't give it to you. Uh, I, Colin, I, I, is that Herbie the Love Bug? The, the original 1968 film was titled The Love Bug. 
Oh. Oh, well, Herbie's and, not even in it. He was named Herbie, but yeah. So I think <laughs> okay. later remakes, possibly starring Lindsay Lohan, were Herbie. called Herbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the sequels I remember as a kid was Herbie Goes Bananas. That yeah. was, I think we had that one on VHS <laughs> in my family. We like saw that one. Like the car? Yeah, yeah, it was called it, like Herbie Goes Bananas. You did know? it have like a chimp in it or a seventies was, a, was definitely yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a good decade if you were a chimp actor yeah. for sure. Yeah. BJ, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. BJ the chimp, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or an orangutan as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, I'm trying to do a quiz here. Sorry. Nineteen sixty one. The villainous Barnaby tries to break up the impending marriage of Mary Contrary and Tom Piper. Oh. You've heard of it, but maybe you don't know what actually happens in it. I, yeah. Karen. Uh, Babes in Toyland? Babes in Toyland is There you go. That was pulled out of a hole. It was difficult to summarize the plot of this movie because the plot is all over the place and I'm not even sure they quite know what the plot is. Yeah. Also in 1961, big year, two teens meet at summer camp to discover that they are identical twins. Dana. Parent trap. That's the parent trap. There yeah. we go. Chris, yes. Chris did, was Haley Mills in that one by any chance? <laughs> she, was, she may have been. She was. Okay. She was in it All twice. Right. She okay. was in it twice. Right. They, yeah. gave her, they gave her two Oscars yeah. because that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that was the rule. Also in 1961, wow. big year. A chemist invents a substance that defies all the laws of physics. Colin. Uh, that must be, is that Flubber? It is not. Uh, oh, no, again, I'm going for the remake. It's the, is it the, the sorry, I, uh, was it, it was, uh, uh, was it the Nutty Professor? It is not. It's still, <gasps> oh, you're still wrong. Ooh, still wrong. Karen? Uh, Karen? The absent-minded professor. That's it. Yeah. Oh, the absent-minded professor. The yeah. exactly. The remake was called Flubber. Mm. It's this is a this is a Herbie the Love Bug situation again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Two thousand and eight. A pampered pup is dog napped in Mexico. That's an eight. Carol. Oh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It is Beverly Hills yeah. Chihuahua. Yeah. 1959, a cursed ring once owned by the Borgia family transforms a teenage boy into a canine. <laughs> yeah. The, yes, that's right. They got the Borgias in here somehow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it the it, shaggy dog? It's the shaggy dog. Oh! It's the shaggy <laughs> dog. Yes, 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 yes. 1957, the moral of this story is do not get rabies. <laughs> oh. is it Cujo it's not Cujo that was a Stephen King is this Old Yeller this is Old yeah. Yeller oh yeah. no Old Yeller yeah yeah what I didn't know because I have not actually seen this full movie is that I, I always the title the or the name of the dog Old Yeller is because Yeller for yellow right yeah mm-hmm. Um. but also it's because he yells a lot yeah, oh, like, it actually <laughs> is I read this book, uh, I think for a book report at one point, and it was one of those I didn't I I didn't know what was coming. <laughs> and you know, I'm, I get to the end, it's not a long book. I get to the end, I'm like, what the heck, man? I, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler oh, alert. For me it was uh, uh where the red fern grows. Yeah. Oh man. And as a kid, you're like, oh, cute. And then you're like, oh my God, now I'm an adult. It's, it's <laughs> taking me to become an adult to no. trust anything with animals because yeah. so many of the things with animals were about killing them. The now, story. the funny thing about the, the, so yeah, so you mentioned it was based on a book. And I learned as I was putting this quiz together, the movie came out, as I said, 1957 was the movie. The book came out in 1956. Oh, Which wow. means that this book came out and they were like, this is hot. Film <laughs> <laughs> rights to this right away. Lock them down. Uh, okay. Let's see. 1960. Uh, not even temporary paraplegia can keep this girl from looking on the sunny side of life. Oh, oh, God. 60. Oh. Yes. Dana. Oh, oh. Pollyanna? Pollyanna. Yeah. Pollyanna. Mm. Pollyanna. Like, hey, had- the remade had Rudy in it. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Sean Astin? Is that what you're talking about? You're... <laughs> no. 
Rudy, Rudy from uh, uh, the Cosby the, Show. Yeah. Oh, Keisha, oh yeah, Keisha yeah, Knight yeah. Pulliam. Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. I didn't even yeah. know that. Um, 19, also 1960, big year. Shipwrecked by pirates, a dad, mom, and three sons build a new life on a deserted island. That sounded like Dana. Swiss Family Robinson. Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, Swiss Family Robinson. I loved this movie. I love. We saw this one a lot as a kid. Your house what was happens so cool. at the end? Did they get rescued or did, did just live there? They all got rabies. <laughs> <laughs> they all had to shoot each yeah, other. Yeah. I know the ending is some of them leave, but some of them stay to form a new colony on the island. Okay. With their own family members. Well, the, I'm sure they would bring more people in because oh, otherwise oh, it'd get oh, pretty. Oh. Yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> Yeah, um, pretty fast. So uh, <laughs> pretty weird, pretty quick. Uh, 1980, 1980, folks. Okay. 1980. Teams of just, there's just uh, 15 more of these left. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is three more, three more. 1980. Teams of players compete to solve logic puzzles in an all-night race around Los Angeles. Oh. oh. Hmm. Is, uh, is this the midnight run? Close. Oh, no, I no, know I've seen this one, but I this cannot, was on. I this was on. Remember the this name. was on HBO like every day in the 1980s. Yeah. This probably inspired my love of escape rooms and and puzzle hunts and stuff like that because mm. I watched oh, this movie this dreaming of getting to do this. It's, it's alliterative. It's alliterative. So. Midnight Madness? That's Midnight it. Mar- That's yeah. it. Mid- Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. Oh, yes. Wow. I have not thought about and this if you, in a long time. If you listen to Good Job, Brian, and you have not seen Midnight Madness, I think you I think you need to. You need oh, to I will. Watch it. I'm yes, going to go watch you it. You really should. 2013. 2013. A children's book author butts heads with an animator as he seeks the film rights to her work. Karen. Saving Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Oh. Banks. Excellent work on that one. Yes. Emma Thompson is the author of Mary Poppins. And the whole movie is about uh, Disney trying to acquire the rights to, to her books. Turns out she's a real piece of work. Right. Sounds unlike like. unlike noted, very normal person, Walt Disney. Right. Who is played in the movie as like a very normal uh, person. I mean, who, who made this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we're finally here. Uh, 2001, a gawky teen discovers that she is in fact heir to the throne of a fictional European country. Colin, I think. I, I'm surprised yeah. too, but I, I think this is the Princess Diaries. <laughs> yeah, the, yes, the Princess Diaries. Did I get it right? Um, two movies I thought would be on here were um, Flight of the Navigator. Oh, yep. Okay. And uh, the Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I thought those oh, were yeah, pop-ups yeah. too. Oh, okay. I remember so Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Let me, let me explain to you why neither of those are on the list. So uh, Flight of the Navigator was distributed by Disney's Buena Vista Pictures in the United States. Um, only, uh, where it wasn't made by mm. Disney. Bedknobs and Broomsticks, a big favorite of mine, is a hybrid movie. Mm, it is a hybrid yeah. of live action and animation, which is an entirely separate category uh, itself. Okay. Perhaps even, perhaps even fodder for a future quiz. <laughs> you had a, you had a hybrid animation quiz already <laughs> on the show. Oh, Karen, I don't, Karen, who can keep I track don't of? remember that. Yeah. I, One day we're going to accidentally do like the same quiz or something. Exactly. That quiz. for sure could happen. Yeah. Highly likely. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> I yep. hope you enjoyed it. My birthday present to you. Well, speaking <laughs> of birthdays, it, it is your birthday and it, it got me. Uh, actually, it was your birthday inspired me to write this quiz. It got me thinking of units of time. So hmm. here I've crafted a couple of questions. There are very weird terms to describe different units of time we're gonna go in order from shortest to longest about some of these strange words for units of time all right this is a buzzing quiz though we use it casually to describe a quick second this unit of time technically represents one fiftieth or one sixtieth of a second in electronics also kind of sounds like peanut butter also kind of sounds like peanut butter uh, a, a jiffy it is a jiffy a j-i-f-f-y jiffy. <laughs> official yep. term to describe 150th or 160th really? of a second i like that all right huh. here we go 
Kelly Clarkson famously sang about this unit of time, an old medieval term for one fortieth of a solar hour on a sundial. Kelly Clarkson. Dana. A moment? Correct. It is a moment. A, a moment, moment like this. Some people wait a lifetime. Yeah. So moment, yeah. Uh, I think it roughly translates to like 90 seconds. Huh. Ah, that's yeah. good to know. It's time to bash some llama piñatas. If I invite you to play Fortnite with me in a fortnight <laughs> on May 1st, what date will we be playing it on? Dana. Is it May 15th? Correct. May yeah. 15th. A fortnight. Yeah. N-I-G-H-T uh, is, is 14 days or two weeks. Good job. Tell me, what is the very timely term for 40 days? The 40 days. 40 days. It's very uh, related to our global predicament. Uh, it is a term we hear probably almost every day uh, for the past year. <laughs> really? Is it a pandemic? It, no, <laughs> no, it is not. It is okay, not a pandemic. Like, <laughs> but you're close. Almost every length of time. Oh, I know now. Uh, uh, sweatpants. Quarantine? Yeah. It is a quarantine. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, there we go. Which makes a lot of yes. sense now. Quarantine, uh, Italian huh. for 40 days, because huh. back when you were sick, you had to wait 40 days. So that is a quarantine. Right. All right. That's great. A biennium uh, is two years. Triennium is three years. What is a lustrum? Whoa. What is nice. a lustrum? And and. Oh, oh, Colin, you have oh, a guess. Oh, go ahead. Well, I'll take another uh, hint if you want to give me. I'm oh, gonna guess. oh, well, it, it's <laughs> named after it's named after lustration, which sounds very sensual, but it is not. Lustration is an <laughs> animal sacrifice. Oh, Ooh. I was I was gonna guess ten years. It is five years. Oh, okay. And why lustration is uh, related to this? Because the ancient Romans they would take census every five years and they uh -huh. would uh, couple it with an animal sacrifice so that the term just kind of bled into oh a lustrum yeah, yeah. is oh, sure. five years for the huh. animal sacrifice. oh sure yeah i mean that's when i do my <laughs> animal sacrifice is when right, i fill right, out my right. census yeah so that's good all right so we have uh talked about chris's birthday how many years is chris away from a jubilee <laughs> oh. um. colin uh, nine. Correct. It is nine <laughs> years. He's oh, yeah? 41. And a Jubilee is 50 years, I think. Oh, sweet. Uh, we mostly <laughs> hear about Jubilee, Cherry's Jubilee. Or, <laughs> or the, queen, I do. the Queen's queen, Jubilee. Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> the Cherry Jubilees is, is because it was uh, for uh, Queen Victoria's uh, 50th Jubilee. Oh, is that right? Hence, that, hence oh. Cherry's Jubilee, yeah. Here we go. Uh, the last question in my time unit quiz the MTV generation would remember this sci-fi cartoon, later a feature film starring Charlize Theron, whose title includes a term to describe a billion years. Uh -huh. Ooh, Chris. Eon Flux. Correct. Aeon. Eon. Aeon. <laughs> Aeon. A equals 10 to the ninth, which is a billion years. Hmm. Good job, everybody. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey guys, I, I don't know about you, but I've gotten really into reality shows this year. I think I just really miss seeing people. So I've gotten super into watching people get up to stuff. Uh, so I made a quiz about reality shows. You know, there are a lot of very famous people who came from reality shows. Don't oh. list them because they might be okay. <laughs> yes. on the quiz. <laughs> so I'm going to give you an achievement that this person had. And then you tell me who they are and what show they came from. So this is a write-down quiz. Everybody have your pen and paper ready. Question number one. She won the 2019 Rapper of the Year Grammy Award. 
Oh, she's a reality, reality show. She's got her oh. star on a reality show. 2019. Yes. Huh. Two years ago. So who is it and what show they oh, are from for man. a bonus point? Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Huh. All right. Well, <laughs> you're a lot of crossing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've got, I've got Nicki Minaj for the answer. But if that's even correct, I have no guess for what show she might have been on okay. or who this person, whoever it is. On second thought, it may be too early in her career to be winning the Rapper of the Year award. But I, I wrote down, because I really desperately want it to be true, I wrote down uh, Bad Baby and Dr. Phil. Um, mm. But I'm, That I'm would pretty be sure really good. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's Cardi B. Mm. And I, I can't remember. I know she was on a show and she was an aspiring rapper. On the reality mm-hmm. show, I put Basketball Wives. Ah. She was on Love and Hip Hop New York. Oh! She was on the sixth season of that. And then she put out Bodak Yellow, and it was a massive hit. Okay, this next celebrity uh, was assistant to the president and the director of communications for the Office of Public Liaison in 2017. She had a high-ranking government position <laughs> in 2017. Oh my god. This is I, I don't want to write down bad baby again, but <laughs> but it's pop, I might. Okay. Okay. You ready, Colin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put down uh Omarosa Managoat and uh she was on The Apprentice. I, I yeah. also wrote down Omarosa the Apprentice. I didn't get her last I wrote name. Omarosa the Apprentice. What's her last name officially? Uh, Managoat. M- Managoat wow. Newman. Yeah. Oh sorry, yes, she was married. Yes. Oh yeah, right. yes. In the White House, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Or so the, she she worked there yeah. for one year, and then she left, and then she went to, or she was fired, and then she went to, uh, <laughs> and then fired. she went to uh, Celebrity Big Brother, and she did really well on Celebrity Big Brother. Mm. Wow. Um, how about this one? She won the 2006 Best Supporting Actress Oscar. It was kind of a double. Do you know who oh, won the Oscar wow, in 2006? 2006. 2006. I left That's it. I left this one like this because we are hardcore about memorizing Oscar. Yeah, people. no, yeah. man. Best supporting actor. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> also, I think this is something that Chris would know as well. Oh, probably. Oh, oh, That's oh, my. Oh, oh. That's my hint. Uh, it's it's uh, 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 Jennifer Hudson, right? Yes, yes, yes. And the show. Yeah, what show was she on? Dang it. Uh, All right, Chris's turn. So fortunately, at the absolute last second, uh, I wrote down Jennifer Hudson, who was on American Idol. Yes. Jennifer Hudson, American Idol. She didn't win. No, she, she did not. No, she none of the win. none of the good people who uh, I mean, not good people, but like you know the, the people who the people who become like the absolute most successful generally don't win, except for right, like Carrie right. Carrie Underwood won, but like Jennifer Hudson did not win. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? He is the co-host slash sidekick on the Ellen DeGeneres show. No guess. He's also on her other game show. Karen Somebody, looks wow. happy. I'm very satisfied. <laughs> reality show. So a former reality show person, now the co-host yeah. sidekick on multiple Ellen shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy messed up my Google searches a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm just going to go for a what? half point here and just try and guess the show. I have okay. no idea who this person might be, but I'll guess that he was on America's Got Talent. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Good try. Good okay, try. I, I, I have no idea. I put William Hung from American Idol. <laughs> um, you know, the guy who's saying she bangs. I figured oh, yeah. you know, maybe oh, yeah. Yeah. he'd be really good on Ellen. I wrote the dancer Twitch, and he originally came from So You Think You Can Dance. Yes. Twitch Yay! from So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, of course she would pick a dancer, right? Yeah. Right. Real charming. He's real good. He's... A great dancer. Yeah. Okay, next one. He made his feature film debut in Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk and... Uh, as of 2019, he has the biggest first week sales by an English male artist in history. Okay. Uh, I Well, again, I'll go for half point here. So I, I'm okay. pretty sure that's Harry Styles. And I yes. didn't know he was on a show, so I'll guess Britain's Got Talent. Harry Styles, that's not the show. Chris, <laughs> do you have it? So, yeah, I wrote Harry Styles. Uh-huh. Is it America's Got Talent? No. No. What was British Idol. I <laughs> locked this down. Harry Styles, X Factor. 
X Factor. X Factor. Yeah. Yes. That was it. It was the, the American Idolist show where you could also be, uh, they would group people up into groups, yep. right? Yes. So he was one of the, the people, uh, One Direction was, exactly. was comprised of five separate individual auditions oh. grouped in a group. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just a few more. In 2016, she authored the novel Rebels, City of Indra. And in 2018, she was the highest paid supermodel in the world. <laughs> Ooh, can you repeat yes. the question? So in 2016, she co-authored the novel Rebels, City of Indra. And in 2018, she was the highest paid supermodel in the world. Oh. Ooh, this is stumping me. I, I, I like I, I am ashamed to admit that I actually, I believe I'm in the right universe on this one. Okay. Lock in. I'm, I'm virtually positive this is from the Keeping Up with the Kardashians universe. Yeah. And I, it's one oh. of the Jenners. Is it, is it Kylie Jenner? Is there a Kylie? No. Is it Ken? Ah, oh, it's the other <laughs> it's one. Kylie Jenner. Right. Okay. It's not All right. Kylie. I did not write, I don't, any <laughs> Kendall Jenner and Keeping Up uh, with the Kardashians. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. That's where she Again. got we're a team. <laughs> Let's review oldest to youngest Kardashian family of, of, of children of that generation. Oldest to youngest. Can you guys do it? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Dana, go for it. Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Robert, Kendall, Kylie. Correct. There you go. Amazing. This is, like you know, I'm put sure in... I'd forgotten something important about math in order to remember that. <laughs> 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 So Rob is like before the Jenners and and after the first three sisters. The Rob line. (laughs) Okay. How about this one? In 2020, she and her husband founded Archwell, a philanthropic organization. Oh, I see what you did. That's good. (laughs) So it's a pun of some kind. These are like world famous people. She and her husband reality show. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. And it, this just happened in 2020. I'm locked in. I don't know. I I don't know. I'll guess Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. And I don't know what show she might have been on, but I know she's been on a bunch of shows. Oh, that's, that's a good guess. guess. That's a good okay. guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take, yeah. I'll take your, I'll take that. <laughs> no, no. That's, yes. Chris? I guess, I guess Meghan Markle. And uh, I don't know what show she was on. So I just put mm. Dr. Phil again. <laughs> Maybe she good. was a rebellious teen. I don't guess. I put Meghan Markle, and she was a suitcase girl on <laughs> Deal or No Deal. Oh, that's yes. right. You yes. told us that. I think that's right. She did it. She did thirty-four episodes of Deal or No Deal. She was on one episode of One Versus One Hundred before that. Uh, okay, last one. He has been the lead vocalist of Queen since twenty eleven. Oh. Oh yeah. We'll end on a high. All right. All right. Well, since I don't go first, I don't need to write it down. Okay. Uh, I believe that's Adam Lambert. And I think he was an American Idol uh, player person. Yeah. That's what I put. Uh, Adam Lambert, American Idol. And I believe that, in fact, he lost. First yeah. runner up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All the most the most successful people don't win. Yeah. And then you're on tour with Queen, man. I mean, yeah. you're on. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Freddie Mercury. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America said no. <laughs> Great job, you guys. There's like Ooh. a lot of people who came from I, I did not oh, yeah. know a lot of those people were on like reality show in their earlier. But but as you say, like it, it's like it's a pipeline just to, to fame these days, Karen. So I guess it shouldn't surprise me. There's a old Price is Right uh, clip of a young Aaron Paul as a very excited uh, <laughs> yeah. contestant. And, oh, yeah. My dad was on Price is Right. What? I forgot to tell you this. Whoa. Yes. That's great. Do you have a clip? <laughs> yes. It your, dad like the, Day special. your dad He's has so the perfect true. energy. Oh, your dad has yeah. the perfect oh energy. Oh my for God, right. your dad would be so cute. He's really cute on it. Did he win? No. Oh. It was like, it was really overwhelming to all. Oh, he didn't sure, think yeah. he was sure. going to get picked. Oh, I was like, <laughs> we didn't think you were going to get picked. You get picked for everything every single time we go anywhere. Oh God, that's <laughs> so cute. That's so cool. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have a quiz for you guys called The Long and the Short of It. And this quiz, uh, no surprise, maybe knowing me is a word nerd quiz. Uh, This quiz is about clipped words. Uh, Clipped words also, you may know them more informally, just shortened words. Or, you know, some people call them abbreviations. You know, it's not really right. But an example would be instead of calling it an airplane, I call it a plane. Instead of calling it a, f- oh. a telephone, I call it a phone. So mm. we use these all the time, of course. Uh, I, I mean, in fact, we have a, many words where the clipped word or the shortened word has replaced, really, the longer word. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of break down some of these words uh, into sort of different buckets. And th- there's one bucket where, you know, like if I say lab or laboratory, you know, you're not necessarily going to think funny. Or if I say mayo or mayonnaise, you don't necessarily look at me weird. But like, if I say, oh, Karen, I'm going to the gymnasium tomorrow, you know, you're like, you're going where? If you're talking about, you know, I don't, I don't wear a bra, but I imagine that if you're talking brassiere. to your lady friends about a brassiere, boy, you know, I got a new brassiere the other day and it fits so well. My last, the last brassiere, it was just so uncomfortable and people, people that's would look at you. That's what my aunt does say. She, she does, does really yeah. Brassiere. yeah. So that's great. That's great. For like an auntie, you know, it totally fits. And, you know, some of these words, there's kind of like a, a formal, casual distinction where if yeah. I say, if I, but like if a newscaster, like if I say, you know, bicycle versus bike, you might look at me weird. But if a newscaster or a police officer says bicycle instead of bike, you know what I mean? It's more and proper, then you get yeah. into, yeah, sort of like, you know, Mr. Burns level, <laughs> you know, where it's <laughs> like, it's, you, you would stand out saying the uh, longer version. <laughs> so I have a quiz for you guys. And the nut of the quiz, in case you haven't figured it out by now, is I'm going to give you the clipped or the short word, and you're going to give me the longer word. Ooh, I have okay. tried to arrange these to start off very easy, and we will get into big brain zone at the end here. Um, <laughs> if you know, you, that's that's what my mom, whose English is her second language, uh, uh, more so than mine, she calls "good job brain" big brain, and she I just goes, it. she goes, "meme," little sister, "meme." Big brain. (laughs) Big brain show. Uh, Fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, all right. Well, in the spirit of big brains. Well, here, let's tell you what. Let's 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 start with a few super easy, just to get you just to get your brain juices flowing. I will I'll I'll I'll, I will call out the short word. You guys just shout out the long word. Oh, okay. And then then we'll move into buzzer territory after. Okay, 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 okay. All right. So just a few. Just like warm up drills. Yeah, warm up, exactly. I hope you know all these. If you guys don't know these, uh, they were in big trouble. So, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Limo. Yeah, we're just saying it out, out loud. Yeah, Limousine. Limousine. Dorm. Dormitory. Ammo. Ammunition. Lunch. Gonna have some lunch. Luncheon. 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 Very lunch good. Eon. Very good. Okay. Get your buzzers ready. As I say, I have tried to arrange these in increasing order of difficulty. We shall see. Flu. <laughs> Woo! I think all of you there, but let's go with uh, Dana. Influenza. Yeah, influenza. This is a great word story, by the way. You, do you guys know why the the flu? Why why influenza? Do you know where you're influenced? Comes from? It, mm. it it basically goes back to medieval Latin uh, uh, in old influentia, like the idea being that you were influenced by you know astral movements. I mean, it's oh, yeah. an old, oh. old, old yeah mm-hmm. influenza. Huh. Yeah, stereo, stereo. Ooh, uh, Karen. I almost fell out of my chair. Yeah, you should do it. Stereophonic? Correct, yes. Stereophonic. Stereophonic, that's right. Stereophonic sound, if you really want to get, yeah. Which, you know, and the root stereo or stereo uh, comes from Greek, stereos. So kind of the sense is like, 
uh, solid or three-dimensional. So three-dimensional sound. Oh, that's two. In that in that word root, yeah, solid, oh. firm, three three dimensional, yeah, and so stereophonic sound, you know, basically just two two or more two or more microphones to kind of set up to replicate your your two ears. Memo, memo. Oh, I think Chris on that one. Let's say memorandum. Correct, oh. memorandum, Latin for thing to be remembered. In the context of a movie or TV, uh, props. You got a prop, like a prop gun or a prop bottle. Chris, Chris again. Property. It is the property. Props, the properties. And you might still, in fact, you might still refer to a property master uh, in some, you know, show production. All right. The piano, the instrument. Piano is, in fact, short for. What? uh, What word? Dana, let's say on that one. Pianoforte? Correct. That's right. Mm. The original word, a uh, piano. And you know, we've been shortening this one for a while. You know, mm. as people, we like to shorten Wait, things. Are there other like other models? No, the original term of the instrument. Oh, in fact, the full, goodness. the full proper correct name, if you will, that is the pianoforte, the 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 soft loud, the quiet loud. At least as far back as uh, the eighteen hundreds, been shortening pianoforte. I had no piano. idea. As my wife said, we're saying the quiet part loud, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move into some vehicles here. Bus. I'm going to catch the bus. What is bus a shortening for? Uh, let's go with Chris on that one. Chris, what, what is auto, bus? Auto bus. Short- I'm sorry, Chris. No. I'm not able to That's give you that That's what my one. guess was, bus. No, no. This auto is the, the word. It is a well-known, uh, certainly a known word. Bus okay, okay, okay. Let's 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 work together. Bustagram. There are not. Let me yeah. put it this way: there are not a whole lot of words in English that end in bus. Bustadrome. Oh. You know oh, omnibus. Yes, it is oh, omnibus. That's it. Uh, is short for omnibus in the yes. sense of it is a conveyance for all. It is a mm-hmm. common mm-hmm. common carriage, and that sense kind of carries through to sort of how we use omnibus these days. That's right. Yep. Next one, van. What is van? A shortening. Oh, from? never mind. Uh, Dana, Chris, you got to guess there, Chris. Ca- van. Caravan, caravan. It is in fact a shortening oh from caravan. Oh my god! I yeah. thought it was going to be minivan. I was like, no, yeah. no caravan. <laughs> uh, if you get a new job, in addition to your salary, you might brag about the perks that you get with the job. What is perks short for, Chris? With the buzz perquisites. In. It is short for perquisites. Wait, what are those? Word. Perquisites. How do I spell it? Per like like requisite, but perquisite. Per requisite. No, not oh prerequisite. Oh my god, this is per- a word. Perquisite. <laughs> Basically yeah. meaning pro- any property that you get that isn't your wages. So any kind of gain or fee on top of your original wages. And this is a very, very old word. Back to at least the mid-1500s. Holy okay. cold brew coffee. We are now entering Big Brain Zone. <laughs> the All Big right. Brain Show. Big Woo. Brain Show. Okay. Now, I am not tricking you guys, but just, okay. you know, just, just <laughs> okay. open your minds. Open your minds. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You call a policeman a cop. What is cop shortening from? A cop. <laughs> I'm going to call the cops. And I want to tell you, this one might be hiding in plain sight. If you mm-hmm. think about your oh. crimes, crime story knowledge. Oh, the copper? Yes, cop is shortened from copper, not the other okay. way around. Okay. I always thought like, yeah, you won't catch me, coppers. But like no. the element? No, no. The, the, oh. There is, in fact, the verb cop, meaning oh, to, to, to catch grab somebody. or to, to, to oh. take hold of. Oh, That's cops. right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Go back to vehicles here for a moment. Cab. Catch a cab. Mm. Chris, no surprise, maybe the old-timey word specialist here. What is cab short for? Cabriolet. That is correct. Cab yes. is short for cabriolet. This is one of my favorites, which <laughs> really just meant, you know, like a light, you know, horse-drawn carriage originally. That's... All right, two more here. You got to say it like that, too. Cab. Cab. <laughs> yeah, go to do the New York there. Cab. Decal. What is decal a shortening Whoa, of? This on, one again, on. a very old word. 
This is a fun one to say. It goes back okay, to let's, the 18, let me, let's think. 60s like decal, at least. You put on windows. <laughs> you take it off. De- like decalibration. Maybe. This one comes oh. from a craze in decal technology in the 1800s. Is it decolletage or something like that? No. You're, oh, you're, I in, like you're, it, you're in the right ballpark, but okay. no, that is not it. That's not it. Decal is a shortening for decalcomania. Oh. Decalcomania. Oh, not in the punch bowl for me. Decalcomania. Yeah, yeah. Decal- Which in itself was a borrowed word from the French, basically decalcomanie, meaning the same thing. In the, 18, wow. in the 1800s, there was a fad on the the when they invented the sort of the process of transferring designs from the special paper to glass or ceramics. Man, people went nuts because you could mm. now it was like you could print on glass or print on sure. ceramics, yeah. and so yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a craze in France, the decalcomanie craze, and we picked up the word in English, decalcomania. Oh. All right, last one. That's yeah, big brain. brain. We started. We started. I think my first example was plane and airplane. So we're going to end here with a uh, a, a plane based word here. You go to get on the plane, and before you take off, you're sitting on the tarmac. Hopefully, you're not sitting there for very long. What is tarmac? A shortening of Karen confidently. What is tarmac? I believe short for? This was named after a person, Mr. Tarmac Carthy, or or something similar to <laughs> you're, you're, that. You're, you're Mr. A, Tarmac. You're in the ballpark. There is so there's a there's a word for um old like uh, the sort of the predecessor to asphalt something like that, which is macadam. So is I mean is it tar macadam or is it is it more than that? Chris, or is it not on that at all? the nose, on the nose, Tar Adam. That's right. Okay, Tar Adam, the the namesake if, uh, for Scottish uh, civil engineer John MacAdam, uh, who mm. developed the process basically of leveling roads and paving them with gravel. And uh, he uh, he originally did not come up with the idea of like mixing it with tar or other things, but yeah, that's today like a macadamized road would be oh, like a, a, a his binder name tar, is not yeah. tar. His name yeah. is not tar, but the it's tar, 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 tar macadam, macadamia uh, nut. Oh, can I say that maca- uh, macadamia nuts were named for a Scottish person named John McAdam, but a different <laughs> a different John McAdam. <laughs> Different guy. Like from around the same period too. Yeah, that blew my mind learning about macadamia nut because like just as you say macadamia, macadamia, it sounds – it sounds vaguely Hawaiian, you know, like like a a different language and turns out it's not macadamia, it's macadam nut. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. Of course, it's also the most ridiculous thing because I'm not really sure how the, the name got applied to it, but it's like somebody just sort of shows up and he's just like, oh, look at these nuts. I'll name these after myself. No. <laughs> I, I just, I just Wikipedia'd it. Wikipedia'd it's from Australia. Because I was like, isn't it Macadam? And it is uh, a German Australian botanist. He gave it that name in honor of a Scottish Australian chemist named John So it's McCann. not even his, his it own name. Just, it's, it's someone just like, else's. Oh, this guy was cool. <laughs> Named the nuts for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job, everybody. And I'll wrap up our meaning of life, all quiz bonanza uh, with this last quiz. And it was inspired by, I think a couple of years ago, we're looking through job applicants and and, and different applications. One candidate had an unusual name. The name is three first names. And so my coworker is like, oh, it's a triple firsty. And I was like, and I thought that was so funny. And so here I have a quiz. Somehow in the 90s, the, the 90s and aughts was a prime time for actors with their full names composed of three first names. Some of them are TV actors, some of them are movie actors. So I'll list their character name and the movie they're from. And you buzz in at any time. When you think you know who this triple firsty <laughs> the is. triple firsty. Okay. okay. So here we go. Chester from Dude, Where's My Car? 
Oh, oh. Ooh, Chris Kohler, you buzzed in first. Sean William Scott. Correct, it is yeah. Sean William Scott. <laughs> uh, my next clues are Bo from Dukes of Hazard and Steve Stifler from American <laughs> yes. Pie. And one thing to add is uh, some of these actors are, are you, you might know them from TV, uh, but I'm only listing movies. And if we still can't get it, I'll list the, the TV show they're on. But like, you know, with TV actors in the movies they're in, they're not going to be like big blockbuster movies. Like this one, for example. Cody from The Bigfoot, The Unforgettable Encounter. <laughs> Rob from First Kid. I believe that was with Sinbad. Any ideas? This this guy did <laughs> no. not have any uh, other. Okay, the only thing that fired even a single <laughs> neuron was Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was Brad from the TV show Home Improvement. Oh, oh okay, okay. Dana, is that Zachary Ty Bryant? Correct. It is Zachary Ty Bryant. All right, here we go. <laughs> we got Sean William Scott, Zachary Ty Bryant. Oh, jeez. Josh from Dead Man on Campus. He was Andy, the main character, from American Werewolf in Paris. And he was main character Guy from That Thing You Do. Oh. Oh. Uh, what's that guy's He was at the very end of La La Land. Yep, yep, well. he was. Yep, he was. His name. His name <laughs> is... Billy not Matthew. Sh- not Sean yeah. William Scott. He is Tom Everett Scott. Okay. Okay, yes. Yep. All right. Wouldn't here have we had go. That. He was Ronald in Cruel Intentions as the cello tutor. <laughs> uh, he was Derek in Save the Last Dance. Yeah, no, I know. And then he's credited as literally as sassy observation, uh, the other token black guy from Not Another Teen Movie. I could see his, his name face. Is Sean Patrick. Thomas. Oh, I, I have heard, I have heard guess, that name. Like these random. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, I know. I just, I just have a bowl with a Sean, you. a Patrick, a Scott, a <laughs> yeah, Thomas yeah, Pyle. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, grabbed yeah. three of them. Yeah. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah Michael. Yeah. Um, here, TV actor, but here are his movie credits. He was Jake in I'll Be Home for Christmas. He played Tom Sawyer in Tom and Huck. And he was Simba in The Lion King. Uh, All right, Chris Culler. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Along JTT with his himself. Yeah, oh, but his, his, uh, his on screen brother. Yep. Zachary, yeah. Zachary Ty, Ty Bryan. Okay. Uh, a couple more here. He was Henry in Rookie of the Year. What's that? He guy's was name? Calvin in A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, man, I can picture the kid. Oh, mm-hmm. And he grew career. up to be casted as Kevin in American Pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Along yeah. with Sean William, Sean William Scott. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is his name? Oh, I can see his face. His name is Thomas Ian Nicholas. Mm. Yes. <laughs> You know, we're going to step out. I have two more. They're not really in the <laughs> 90s realm. They're a little bit okay. more recent, but also triple firsties. He played, this is a TV actor, but he was in a couple movies. Uh, he was Nick in House of Wax, also along uh, Paris Hilton, I believe her first movie role. He was Jake in Freaky Friday, the Lindsay Lohan version. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I yeah. wish Maybe I thought of that. Maybe for a future episode. That's all right. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot more out there. And Send all your triple o- firsties to Karen. He played Austin in Cinderella's Story alongside uh, Hilary Duff. Uh, but he was more known for One Tree Hill. Mm. His name Patrick. <laughs> is Chad Michael, Michael Murray. Murray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're g- Man, I... I this quiz is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. All right, we're going to end yeah. the show. Uh, okay. I feel like if I was four years younger, some of these would be <laughs> in your yeah. conscious area. Yeah. In 2009, uh, the film Zack Snyder's uh, The Watchmen, the movie, featured two triple firsties wow. actors. Oh, yeah. As um, Rorschach and the comedian. What are yes. their names? <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, I can also help with hints on what they. No, they okay. Were. Well, all right. Okay. Let me talk it through here and see if it comes to me. Okay. So, so Rorschach, who was a child actor, right? Was uh, Jackie Earl Haley? Is that right? Correct. Wow. Correct. He was in Batman's Bears. Uh, and and comedian. Oh man, he's he's on Walking Dead now. What I'm yep. blanking on his name. Oh, he he's on great. Grey's Anatomy. He, give me he, his first name. Give me his first name. He was also on uh, Supernatural. Oh, he's fantastic. What's his name? Jeffrey. Ah. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Correct. Right? Or no. Jeffrey uh, yeah. Dean Ooh, Morgan. Thank you. Yeah, he's oh, he great. He's great bad guy. He's <laughs> yes. a great bad guy. All right. <laughs> he's a great <laughs> ghost boyfriend. <laughs> and, a, and a ghost dad. All right. Good job, big brains. Also related, my mom would like take pictures of mustache things and send it to me. She goes, big brain. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about uh, long and short clipped words about reality shows and about Disney live action movies and triple firsties. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and on all podcast apps. And on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.